Suvas Perkhes Mishnah Dalit 8.4. In the previous Mishnah, we asked the question, what happens if there are trees that are laden with fruit ready to be picked that the wife inherits once, let's say, she's already married? So do we say those fruits belong to her because they're part of the tree and therefore they're part of her karen, the corpus she inherited? Or do we say, listen, they're fruit on the tree and they belong to him and therefore as soon as they're picked, he can he can have them. They belong to him, not to her. So we had a machlokas there between Reb Meir and the Chacham. The Chacham's position was that we determine the ownership of the fruit based on when they are picked from the tree. And since the fruit have not yet been picked when she inherited the tree laden with fruit, so as soon as they do pick it, the day later after she inherits it, those fruits will belong to him. So our Mishnah is Rabbi Shimon picking up and saying that kind of cuts both ways. He says, Rabbi Shimon Omer, in the scenario in which we give him the upper hand when she ends the marriage, meaning we said those fruits, as soon as they're picked, will belong to him, even though she inherited them when the fruits were already fully grown. We weaken his power, meaning we give him the lower hand, and we decide in her favor, when she exits the marriage through death or divorce, meaning if she gets divorced and she has on her trees fruits that are ready for being picked, to be picked, so we say they will belong to her because we decide to whom the fruit belong based on when they were picked. They weren't picked yet, so therefore they're part of the tree and therefore they belong to her in the case of her getting divorced. On the flip side, the scenario in which we gave him the lower hand when she came into the marriage, meaning if the apples were ready in baskets when she inherited them, we said too bad for him, they belong to her, they're considered to be um, Karen, but she will have to sell and then you know purchase something else, land with it. So we give him the upper hand um, on her exit for the marriage, meaning the apples that grew on her trees are now in baskets already when they get divorced, so then those apples belong to him. And that's explicit what the mission says here. Peros hamuchubar and lakarka, if the apples are still attached to the ground, meaning attached to the trees, beknisasa, on the way into the marriage, so then shalo, they belong to him as soon as it's picked, ubitsiyasa, shela, and on the time that they get divorced, or his death, the apples on the tree still belong to her. Vatalushim minakarka, the apples that are detached from the ground, meaning that they're no longer on the tree, they're in baskets. Beknisasa shela, when they are married, or when they get married, those apples belong to her. Ubitsiyasa, but when they get divorced or at death, now shelo, uh, those apples belong to him. Now, this is perfectly um, reasonable and congruent and reciprocal and fair. Notwithstanding that, the Chachamim, uh, who aren't mentioned explicitly in our Mishnah, um, don't agree with Rabbi Shimon, and they say that they give the upper hand to the husband in both scenarios, meaning on the way in, those apples, when they're picked, will belong to him. On the way out, the apples which grew under his auspices since he was paying for them to be grown, etc., will also belong to him. Uh, nevertheless, this is uh, an unusual case in which the halacha follows the yachid, meaning Rabbi Shimon, who disagrees with the chamim and say that it's you know the same rules apply both on the beginning and the end of the marriage. So um, the halacha is like him because he's perfectly reasonable, and um, notwithstanding the fact that he's a yachid, a individual going against the chachamim.